Chelsea, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers and see if we can find any weaknesses there. Their win total at that MGM, eight and a hook. Over minus 150, under is plus 125 to win the AFC North. They are plus 450 behind the Browns at 375. The Ravens at plus 220 and the Bengals at plus 160 to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 135, no, minus 160. So once again, You've heard the stat ad nauseum, but it bears repeating. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season in the NFL. And what's more remarkable about the Steelers finishing 9-8 and eight last season is that they started 2-6. and six. They won four straight to end the year to keep that streak alive, including going 7-2 and two after the bye week. So I think it's pretty much a common commonly accepted fact that no one does more with less than Mike Tomlin. Although we're talking about Andrew, he's a Steelers fan. He's not a Mike Tomlin guy. It's the first time I've ever heard that, but I I do like Mike Tomlin. I swear to God, Andrew's like, eh, I don't know. I've never heard a Pittsburgh fan say, I'm not sure. Yeah, I swear to God. And I was like, really? I made the assumption, oh, you have to love Mike Tomlin. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's fatigue. Maybe there's something he's seeing that Mike Tomlin's not seeing, whatever it may be. I, I do like Mike Tomlin. I love that he's no-nonsense. I love that I feel like he gets the most out of his teams. But when you look at this team, of course, you always talk about the quarterback, and they've got to get better production out of Kenny Pickett. Now, they started the season not with Kenny Pickett in the starting lineup. He finally came in. Didn't they start with Mitch Trubisky last year as their starter before finally going with Kenny Pickett? Isn't that right? Yeah, I think so, because Mitch Trubisky at least was a veteran who knew how to run an NFL offense. So I think it's tough, you know, for rookies to go in there and be thrown into the hellfires that is the AFC North. But I think the bottom line on the Steelers for me is that Mm -hmm. if they were at least mediocre last year, they should be better at least a little bit this year. Because like you said, they have some momentum going into uh, this season where they improved. It feels like mm-hmm. last season, like you said, ending the year on a 7-2 and two run. Uh, Kenny Pickett should be better where he's gotten some experience under his belt. The Steelers have actually done some work trying to shore up that offensive line. So I think that's what it boils down to uh, for me is that if they could win nine games with that team last year, it feels like they should at least win nine games with this team this year. I agree with you, and it's not entirely fair to, you know, put everything on Kenny Pickett. Although I will say, only Zach Wilson had a worse quarterback rating last year than Kenny Pickett. But they've got to do a better job of protecting him. He was sacked 27 times in 13 Mm -hmm. games. Now, he does have good talent around him. Najee Harris rushed for over 1,000 yards last season. George Pickens, I think, takes a step up this year out of Georgia. Pat Frymuth is an absolute beast, one of the better tight ends in the NFL, had 732 yards receiving last year, two touchdowns. But Deontay Johnson, this is incredible to me. Last year, he had 86 catches for 882 yards and zero touchdowns. The most receptions in NFL history without a touchdown. How do you catch 86 passes and not score a touchdown? That is remarkable. I am thinking to myself, we've heard about all these receivers and how they're mad Mm -hmm. about how they don't get enough targets in the red zone. 
I wonder if Deontay Johnson had any of this. And obviously I wasn't like on the Steelers beat last year. But still, if anybody has like some bones to pick, maybe it's him. And also a lot of it was just the Steelers offensively were not that good last year. But you're right, that many catches and not a single touchdown. Somebody who owned him in fantasy, or not owned him, you get what I'm saying, had him on their fantasy team, yeah. uh, had to be seething mad about Deontay Johnson and his fantasy performance because, you know, you need those touchdowns. I would imagine that has to, like, revert back to the mean where it gets some touchdowns this year. And I'll say this, the Steelers have a pretty good receiving core uh, this year, led by Deontay Johnson. They have George Pickens back and also added Allen Robinson, who... Kind of had an off year with the Rams, but we know there's a good receiver in there. He's had some good years yeah. in the NFL, uh, had some good productive years when he played in Chicago. So I think this team is has better weapons again. It's just a matter of if we see any progression from probably Kenny Pickett. And I would say this, if the offensive line is better, he should have more time to think, more time to throw. He has more experience, obviously, this year. So, again, I think the offense should be better. But, again, they also play in the black and blue division in the mm-hmm. AFC North. How does that go into your handicap here of the Steelers in their win total? Man, I don't know. It's difficult. I, I think you have to – you absolutely have to consider that because everyone is good or at least good enough. When you look at the Ravens, they have Lamar Jackson. The Bengals are clearly the class of the division. They could win the Super Bowl. They have the talent to do so. And the Browns will be a tough out. And I do expect, as much as I cannot stand the fact that Cleveland signed Deshaun Watson, he should be better in his second year. So I think you have to consider that. I I don't know if I want to lay the juice at minus 150 to go over 8.5. But one thing I've learned over time is you just don't doubt Mike Tomlin. Now, if you doubt yourself and you're betting on the NFL, we got a way to help. We have a must-have tool for the upcoming season, Chelsea. It's the BetQL NFL betting preview. You can unlock a world of offers that will have you playing smarter, not harder. More than 10,000 in-depth game-by-game simulations. 10,000 at your fingertips. You'll get unparalleled insights to make informed bets. doesn't matter if you're a seasoned better or just getting started. This is your ticket to maximizing success in the world of NFL betting. Grab your copy now when you sign up for a premium subscription and get ready to conquer the odds at BetQL. Chelsea, one thing that I love that the Steelers did was they did such a masterful job of losing guys and then immediately replacing those guys. So, for example, Cameron Sutton signed with the Lions. What do they do? They signed Patrick Peterson from the Vikings. Now, I know he's 33. It's a two-year contract. He's not in his prime. It's still a very good addition. Then they lose Devin Bush to Seattle. What happens? They draft Joey Porter Jr. Drafted 32 overall out of Penn State. Double D. I know you love that pick. They signed a Landon Roberts. Won two Super Bowls with the Patriots. Cole Holcomb from here in D.C. So every single time they lost a pivotal player, on that defense, they found someone else to come in or multiple guys to come in and mitigate those losses, and that's why the Steelers will have a top-10 defense this season. I think, honestly, that's going to be their game plan moving forward, right? Play stingy defense, be smart on offense, and let Kenny Pickett use his weapons. Right, and again, I think that speaks to the franchise and how they have a good organization top to bottom. It's similar to teams like the Ravens where they just get that added, um, I don't know, credit 
just for the team that they have been over the last couple of decades or so. Uh, so when they make moves, you say to yourself, okay, these are probably the right moves. They have earned mm -hmm. their uh, credit where credit is due when we're talking about these type of things. I don't know how you play the Steelers, though. Like, we're talking about bets that we like. Yeah. There's nothing that I really like. Like you said, I would take the over eight and a half wins, but it's minus 150. So I don't know if I'd be willing to lay that, especially since Kenny Pickett's had some trouble with concussions, too. Like, I know everybody talks about Tua having trouble with concussions. Kenny Pickett's been hurt, too. So I'm not sure if he plays the entire season. I think a lot of that was due to the offensive line being bad. But still, anytime you have a quarterback that has uh, injury concerns, that's something. And then your backups, Mitch Trubisky and Tanner Morgan. So I don't know what mm -hmm. we're going to get from those guys if they have to be the starters. So at minus 150, I do not like it. I think for me, betting the Steelers would be a weekly basis thing. Like against the yeah. spread, they're probably not going to get enough credit in the market. People say, oh, this team's terrible. Kenny Pickett's not a good quarterback. But like you said, this is a team that gets by on stingy defense and kind of blackening up. Uh, uh, I don't know why I said that. The black and blue division, you get what I'm saying. Um, yes. They're beating up their opponents. Uh, so I think that's what we'll see in a game-by-game -game basis. I will take them on the spread as opposed to any season-long bets. The only sprinkle I might put some money on when it comes to the Steelers is T.J. Watt to win Defensive Player of the Year at plus 750. Now, with T.J. Watt, the only real sabotage factor is can he stay healthy or not because he only played, what, I think 10 games last year, missed seven games with a torn pack. But I read this stat yesterday doing my research, and it's really incredible. You talk about impact on a defense. When T.J. Watt played last year, the Steelers allowed 288 yards per game and 16.9 points per game. When he did not play, they allowed 100 yards more per game and 25.3 points per game. So 100 yards more per game and about 8 points more per game. That is one player making that sort of impact. I mean, he is that good. So at plus 750... If he stays healthy, because he does have an injury history, especially with the guys around him on that defense, I would put some money on T.J. White. Yeah, I think that's the big question is if he can stay healthy. Because I remember that stretch last year where the defense was night and day when T.J. Watt was mm -hmm. not on the field. So we'll see. You're right. Like He's a former defensive player of the year for a reason. He already has that to his resume. So if he has another year like he normally does, I would not be shocked, but also he is the third favorite to win this award. So it's not like he's sneaking up on anybody, but you're right. At plus 750, if you think you can nail this award, you could possibly take a swing on two picks from this list yeah. and still win yourself some money. But some good players there, Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, and Nick Bosa, all uh, among the favorites there. Yeah, I would imagine that Nick and Micah, like you were talking about, those guys are the favorites for a reason. But if you're looking for a little bit of value, certainly T.J. Watt is that guy. And those stats just blew me away. Incredible the difference that one guy can make on a defense. And certainly T.J. Watt is that dude.